Hi, my name is Amanda. I am the founder of Not Your Mother's Care Package. And this podcast is going to go over my entire process of building my business. To give you a heads up, I am about four months in currently, but I want to start from the beginning and walk you all through the entire process. I sell CBD products, beauty products, and snacks in in boxes, but it's essentially all e-commerce. So if you're interested in selling CBD products or getting started with e-commerce, then this podcast is for you. Big. So I had two things that I wrote down that I really wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. Um, one was fear because I want to kind of explore that and because, because you had to turn fear into power um, I think an event or, or did you have a process yeah. or what? So that's like a group coaching. Um, it's a group, co- it's a program basically. Okay. Okay. I want, so I want to talk about that. And then the other one that I wanted to ask you was, um, you had said, you had mentioned something about letting go of resistance. And my, I think my hang up with that is that for me, letting go of resistance looks like complacency. And I want to know like, what, what's the difference in your mind between those two things, if there is a difference or, I mean. Wait, wait, wait. So turning fear into power and letting go of resistance. Those two, yeah, those two topics for me were like, I just want to die. I know we might be on here for like three hours. (laughs) But I. That's a big topic. (laughs) so big. Yes. But, but explain to me how, why, like, why do you think that the, that letting go of resistance is not complacency? Because that, in, that was just my gut reaction when I read that was, what, what is it? What, sorry, what does it mean? Complacency? Um, like not really like, like kind of lack of passion. Like you're not really excited. Like you're kind of just content with, um, with the way that things are and accepting things. Oh, okay. Rather okay. than maybe like, so in my mind, if I, if I were to let go of resistance, it in like my, my gut reaction to that is, is um, I guess, yeah, just there's no, there's no like passionate energy behind that. That's actually very interesting. Okay. No, that's very interesting that that's your gut reaction to letting go of resistance. What is resistance to you? What does yeah. that mean? What does resistance mean to me? Yeah, in your it life. It means that I I guess I don't know how to answer. Let me think. Let me think on that for a second. Letting go or just resistance in general means yeah. that there's something there that you should explore that um or I don't want to say get over necessarily because that's not really what mm-hmm. I mean, but like there's something there that you should like dig into. Like resistance is like okay does that make sense I don't think I'm being very it does but I think that like I think that the confusion or just it's a lot of people do that that, you know when you get hung up on words specific Mm -hmm. words and depending on what that means to you specifically you personally based on your experiences you interpret certain words and certain phrases in a different way but I think what like letting go of resistance what it means for you based on what you said is basically like why you would combine like why you would like connect that with complacency is because it's kind of like getting out of the comfort zone like I'm saying that don't get out of your comfort zone 
right? Whoa. So you're, hold on, wait, what? You're saying don't. No, so what, based on what you just said, like to me, that means that, that you kind of connected the getting out of your comfort zone with letting go of resistance. And, and you, you, this is what I'm getting from you that like you, okay. you're asking me if that, like, if that's what I mean, basically by letting go of resistance, like, why am I, what, how is that connected to turning fear into power, which is, which is doing something actively to basically let go of fear, right? What does, I guess I'm curious, like, what does, what does letting go of resistance even look like to you? And because okay. I think I, that's what, I think that's what I'm trying to understand because, because okay. I, I did ask someone, um, my mother's husband, I asked him what, what letting go of resistance looked like to him. And he said it was going with the flow, but in my, so he sees it as a positive where let, um, letting go of resistance to me looks like, I don't want to completely say lazy because it's not, that's really not what I'm meaning, but I, I think that I connect it more with, with just passionless. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying that I, yeah. I get it. I totally understand. And that's a very new perspective. And thank you for bringing that up because I yeah. never thought about it that way. And I, I agree with the husband. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree yeah, the with him. Yeah. Yeah, like that to me, it's also like, if it's more going with the flow, but I think that's why, that's what I was like trying to, you know, understand your perspective. And I feel like what you are saying that like resistance is kind of like comfort zone, you know, like it, it's, you have to, like, mm. if you let go of resistance to you, that means that you gave up and you are staying in your comfort zone and not progressing and not evolving, not expanding basically. Yeah. But so, so what does that look like for you? Yeah. What does that, what so, does letting go of is Yeah. How, and how do, and where do you find power in that? Yeah. So that's, that's actually a really interesting topic. And, and I may, I'm also interested in your perspective because that's very different, but resistance is basically to me, resistance comes up whenever there's fear, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever you want to do something that is like your ego is set to security and, and the whole function of the ego is to keep you safe. Yeah. And that has been like, that's always, that's like a natural instinct. So your ego, because of that tendency, your ego is always going to come up with resistance towards anything that would involve getting out of your comfort zone, basically like moving yes. forward and expanding because it's scary. Mm -hmm. So resistance, like every, what I'm saying, when I say that let go of resistance is basically to allow your expansion, allow things to flow and allow things to happen in their time. Even when fear comes up, observe it observe the resistance in you because it's always going to be there no matter who you are what you're doing resistance is always going to be there but once you observe it and then once observe you can let it go it drops away by itself basically hmm. because your presence is there because you see it for what it is you move past it so that is like letting go of resistance so can you give me an example of, of when you, when you've experienced that exact same thing? Like what, like that, what that I mean, actually looked like? 
yeah that's that's any anything i mean i can I, okay i'm gonna give you like a most recent i moved to san diego um from austin for six months and and i had a really comfortable life in austin before like i had my own apartment a car you know i had my dog like i had a good job and i gave up all of that for something new like there was a job offer and I kind of went against my my gut because they weren't like the the guys that interviewed me. I didn't feel that connected with them. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I went against it because of money because they were offering me a lot of, lot more money. So, and I always wanted to move to San Diego. So I just like I was like, okay, I'm gonna go. But in that like in that process of deciding to leave behind something comfortable and move to a new new state a new city and like start all over my life a lot of resistance came came up because i'm you know like our, my brain wants me to be safe and it wants me to stay put in a place that is already comfortable why would you want something more right, right. so to me it's like it's always expansion and progress is like the opposite of resistance but when you see it for what it is and i saw it because i've been like doing this for a long time and i i practice like mindfulness in every second basically so when i saw it i recognized it and it didn't have the same effect on me i was like okay i mean it's there i know why it's there so just you know let it be there let it go and then you make the decisions from a different center. Okay. That, does so, that, does that, okay. yeah, no, it does. And how do you, how would you say for, for people, how do you make that action anyway with all, with, while you're observing it? Like I can see something coming up for me. I see the, like, I see my insecurities and my fear over that scenario. So, how would you what's the best way to actually take an action or move forward like what what is your perspective on that maybe you do yeah what tell me go ahead sorry no 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 go go ahead i i just how do you how do you move forward anyway maybe that's i don't Um, know if that's enough but no it totally makes sense what you're saying i think a lot of like okay i i have a different view on action than most people i don't either that like i don't think that action uh, is necessary for anything like you you will act no matter what Hmm. you don't have to make an effort to act or like you know like think about like what decisions to make all all you need to do is be very present in that moment and connect with yourself and you will know like it's it's like an inner voice or something and you don't have you don't actually consciously make a decision the decision is made for you by your you know like your presence so basically when that resistance comes up in me um i see it for what it is and then because i see it it doesn't make decisions for me. So any other decision is, is made easy. Does that make sense? Right. No, it does. Yeah. It does so, make sense. Yeah. So yeah. you're actually acting just from a different per- point of 
reference. Yeah, from a different center, basically. It's not, it's not from fear because if you, you can like watch, like you can observe that in your own life, basically. And I always tell that to people that just observe this, like, don't ever take my words for, you know, like, oh, you're, that's my ultimate truth. Now I don't want that. I don't want anybody to think of me that way. I just, I want you to like, whatever I'm saying, observe it in your own life. And then if you, once you observed it and you experience it, then follow it because then you're following your own intuition, not mine, you know? Right. So, um, every person who is not conscious basically and not aware of themselves, they are, they are basing all their decisions on fear. It's always about running away from fear or like, it's all always about fear because the highest fear is basically losing your life. Right. It's about death, the fear of death. So because your brain is wired to keep you safe, how could you not decide based on fear? Right. You're always looking for security. Right. Hmm. So if you have the option, if you, I'll give you an example, like if you have two, two, choices right like two yeah two choices you can live in a farm outside with wild animals around you know no you have to hunt your own food you have to like you know go fish or whatever you have to drink from the creek and live like that for a week or you can live in a house with walls and a normal toilet and Every, like you, you get food delivered, like the best food ever that is very nutritious for you. And you have a loving family waiting for you at home. Which one do you choose? Yeah, the, the second I mean, one. everybody. Yeah. yeah everybody is going to choose it. Even though your nature is calling you to like the wilderness because that's who we are. We always were like that. We want that because there's a better connection. And when you're in nature and you connect with it, you know, like the, it, there's a call inside you, but it's, but because of the resistance and the fear that comes up, you will always choose security and the secure family and other people to rely on and food that you are given. You will always choose that. And that's how we always make decisions. Yes. So everything you're saying reminds me of this. I, so I'm reading this book called The Middle Finger Project. And she, in there, it's so good. It's talking about imposter syndrome and um, yeah, how we all really don't know what the hell we're doing. Um, <laughs> so anyway, yeah. she, she brought this thing up in there where she said that they've done studies that people will always choose the, like a, the worst case scenario, but they know what's going to happen versus the not know, even knowing what's going to happen and leaving that up to chance. Like they'll, they'll choose the yeah. worst case scenario because then they know what's going to happen yeah. all every time. And that was crazy to me. Like I will choose yeah. the, what I know is, is going to be the worst. I just, my mind was a little bit blown by that. I was like, okay, so yeah. there is something to this, just this constant need to stay so secure and that is, oh, that's almost scarier to me because you know where you're going to be in five years if that if that's where you stay, right? And that's almost scarier to me. I don't want to be in the same place I am now in five years, yeah. but I know that 
that secure place will keep me there. Yeah. And that. And, and if you take it even to a deeper level, mm -hmm. even if you make changes, but they are still from the center of, you know, like based on fear, you will still end up at the same place. Mm. Even if you're like, you're physically in another right. place. Right. You're like mentally, you're still taking all that with you. So it doesn't actually matter, you know. Oh my goodness. That's yeah. So how do you, okay. So you're in the place of being of, of fear. There's a fear there, right? And you can observe it and it's and well, it's real to you. Yeah. How, like, do you, how do you get around that? I mean, I know that's a big question, but like, what are, what, like, how would you handle that? Like, how would you handle sitting there in so much fear over something and it being almost paralyzing? Mm-hmm how what steps do you take do you really just quiet yourself like where what, what's step one because <laughs> i'm trying have, to take notes. i don't have steps i can't like i can't give okay. you that and i'm never okay. going to give you a system of how okay. you get around because i always say the moment you get a system from somebody to do something run the other way okay because that's just like taking you into like it's the same thing as the fear it's not like it's still an organized something that Got your it. mind is going oh. to escape from the fear. So basically, when there's a fear that is paralyzing and giving you a ton of anxiety and you have a, no idea what to do, the basic thing that any, like anybody does is escape. They try to escape. They either start drinking, taking drugs, like... I don't know, turning on the TV and watching something like that's going to definitely like here. Yeah. Some kind of distraction. It doesn't matter what it is, but the worse the fear, the, the higher level of distraction you need. Right. Right. Because right. you need like something that is like stimulating enough that takes your attention away. So instead of that, when you can see your tendency to escape, watch it. That's all I can tell you. There's no system. There's not a step. Like these are the steps. No, just watch yourself. Like in the panicking, there is like, you have the inner wisdom and you have the, like the insight already. Like you don't need anybody to have to mm. cope with fear. You don't need medication. You don't need a psychiatrist. You don't need anything. All you need is sit with it. You actually like, realize that you're trying like desperately trying to escape that fear and that panic and then when you can actually sit with it and understand it and go deeper with it it will hurt hurt like even more but then suddenly there's like a realization and suddenly there's going to be peace even under the fear the fear mm -hmm. might not disappear you know but you will understand it and you're not going to react to it so now what everybody, like all of us are doing is that there's a stimulus from outside and we react immediately without thinking. Like there's no space between the two. Right. You know, if something happens, you react. So the point is that no matter what happens, be it fear or happiness, or it doesn't matter which side of the, you know, like the emotional, I don't know how to say that, the emotional like scale, you know, it doesn't right. matter where you are. If you can create space between the stimulus and the, like the feeling of it and the reaction, mm. that's going to give you peace. 
in that space between the reaction and what's causing you to react, there is the key. That's, okay. that's where your solution lies, but it's, it's going to be a different Oof. solution for you than for me. Like it's, I can't give you a step. You yeah. Know? That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. I don't think I've ever really heard it put that way. I think we, yeah. Cause I, I'm, I've always really enjoyed and found a lot of comfort in like the logical and the math, like the, you know, like, oh, there's a right answer. That's so good to me because, the, you know, emotions aren't involved in that answer. Yeah. It's just yeah. four. That's just the answer. We don't need to argue or, right. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot. There's some, that's something really, really big. I'm going to have to sit on that, create space. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a journey to understanding like that yeah. when, why you feel and why you think that the logical reasoning and everything is like so it feels so right and right. does like can you actually trust that feeling you know oh my gosh can you trust, can you trust yourself it? when you're like that can you trust that feeling of of this of is right yeah because Right, because the unknown is so scary. Right, yeah. it's so scary because because you could be wrong, and yeah, and I guess you're right. It just it really does all come down to just keeping yourself alive. <laughs> exactly, it's it's all instinct. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's that's how your brain works. Like you can't fight it, and that's the resistance. You asked me about resistance. That's where a lot of people start feeling resistance because. When you realize that that's how your brain works, the first instinct is like to change it. Okay, I can change that. I mean, I don't have to feel that way, but you can't. I mean, that's how you're like, there's a really important function to the brain to keep you safe. There's like, otherwise you wouldn't have adrenaline when, you know, you need to like, you don't have the fight or flight instinct. Like you, all of those things are necessary in life. You need those things. You know, so right. again, like resistance comes like, why am I like that? Like, why? Like, I want to change that. I don't want to be like that. Like, I want to make my own decisions. That's like the immediate reaction of people. And again, they are reacting to something being said or what they heard. Okay. But if you let allow that space in between without like the, in, like if you see that reaction, you're already allowing space in between the reaction and what, what's okay. being said. Does that make sense? It, no, it absolutely makes sense. Oh. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. No, it absolutely makes sense. It's, it's something so, yeah, I think that's really powerful. Yeah. I think just to sit on that, uh, on that concept and it being more observant and yeah, you're right. I, yeah, I'm very, very action oriented. I like, I love movement. I love stimulus and, and I find yeah. a lot of pleasure in that and what do you, what do you think about that? Cause I'm, I'm, do you think, well, I guess there's, I just have 10,000 thoughts in my brain. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, cause even as I'm saying it, I'm like, yeah. Um, hmm, man, you've given me so much to think about. Gosh, I have <laughs> write down. We can talk again. You can like write yes. down whatever comes up, and then it's interesting to me. Like I, I, I love talking to people about this. 
it is very interesting yeah. that because what you're saying is so different than than what you see a lot of people especially in the in the world of of business and yeah there where everything is just get things done and yep and yeah. and that's why like a lot of when i when i look at coaches you know other coaches um, I follow a lot of coaches. Like I'm, I'm all for the encouragement of others, you know, like I'm not very competitive in that sense, but I always like to look at other coaches that are doing the same thing that I am doing right. and right. just, just seeing their message, you know, and their videos and everything. And it's always about like, you can, you know, like these are the way to, this is the way to overcome your fear. And, and then I would like, I would love to challenge, like, is it possible to overcome your fear? Like, isn't fear part of your natural instinct? You know, like, is it actually yeah. possible? You can turn fear into something else to empower you and by seeing it, what it is, but is it actually possible to let it go when it's like an instinct, instinctive, yeah. you know? You're right. You're right. So, and yeah. people are like, oh, wow. Yes, I want the step-by-step -step guide to letting go and like letting go of anxiety and dropping my whatever, you know, like all of those things that they, they say they're going to do in a course. But then maybe six months passes and then those people are still at the same, like they might be able to manage fear or manage anxiety a little better. Right. But the bottom line and the core problem remain the same because there is no realization. There is no like awakening, you know, like there's nothing that you realize. You just got a solution to how you handle fear. But isn't that the same as giving you medication? Isn't that just another escape? Because now instead of being attached to whatever, you know, like a doctor or a therapist, now you're attached to the three ways to lose fear, you know, and then your ego is like, okay, now this is going to be the way, but it's never, it never works long-term. It might give you like a, you know, immediate relief, but that's not really the point. Wow. <laughs> that is so crazy. Okay. Yeah. So can I ask you something? So yes. I'm, I'm, I love our conversation. No, seriously, I love our conversation and I'm so happy to um, talk about this, but why, like, what's your goal with this? Like, why are you doing yeah, it? Yeah, ask me all day. I, yeah. you know, there's something, I think that our, what I'm loving about this conversation right now too, is that I'm, I think I'm starting to sort of connect the dots with what I've, what I've always been trying to do my entire life, which, which I'm a very creative person, but yeah. I think what my main thread in all of my experiences have been, I love connecting with people. I mean, it fuels me in a way that nothing else does. Like there's, and especially women and just the, the, the energy of a woman is I'd like, there's just something even like I, I get goosebumps talking about it. Mm. Like there's, there's something about just connecting with people's stories. Like I only have one experience that I can take in and and if i get to live for 80 years and so hearing somebody else's ex hold it life experience or what yeah. they've learned up until this point like fills me with 80 years of somebody else's experience and it's like i get mm -hmm. to enjoy the the experience of just so many different lifetimes and what an what an amazing just 
book of knowledge maybe that I would be able yeah. to create by and sharing it with other people too, not just for me, although I that sitting and talking to people is better than an education, a formal education at a yeah. college. You know what, what I mean? mean? Yeah. So it, I think that I, and I've sort of accidentally fallen into this. And, and that's where I think that a lot of that energetically, it was just something that I enjoyed doing. So it sort of presented itself in a way that um, it's definitely nothing is forced about that. So mm -hmm in starting a business it's very like you got to get this done and you've got to do this yeah. step and go after this and promote it this way and market it this way and do all of the financials behind it and so I do find a lot of comfort in that that is my comfort zone and then I, I accidentally wanted to do a actually a friend of mine wanted to do a podcast and I was like sure that sounds good let's let's dive in let's see what happens and so in exploring that in a sort of completely open way without any agenda and no anything I sort of fell into oh my god I could connect with people that I really feel like I've been looking for my entire life in a in in a no there's no work involved it's very yeah. like it just feels nice it's just so yeah that's I don't really have any like where I want to see this going it's just something I really okay. enjoy and great okay if i could get i mean the information that i've just gotten from women in the last week is just i don't even know how to explain it i don't know that there's mm. words it's just it's an experience that and i've heard a lot of people say oh i'm i need to go take a nap after we talk because <laughs> they're i don't even understand that i'm such an extroverted person that it's yeah. like i just get so much energy from other people oh, and, yeah so I don't know, did I answer your question at all? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, no, I'm really happy about that because, you know, a lot of people like reach out and want to do, um, I don't know, like either an MLM business or something. Like I talk to a lot of people and I don't mind talking to them. Like I'm happy to, you know? Yeah. I just like, I think that's another, that's another thing to observe, you know, that you always think that somebody wants something from you. Yeah. You know, oh, like, right. Like, like reaching out, like most people who reach out to like talk, they, they end up like offering their services or something, which I don't mind, like feel free, you know, but right. it, sometimes that's not the point, you know, right. or that I don't think that that's the most effective way to market. Or something, oh, know? absolutely. Intention yeah. was a huge, actually, so sorry about the dogs. Um, no, that's okay. I have one too. Do you want to see? Oh, gosh. Oh yeah, I do. Wait, 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 wait. I'll, I'll turn. I don't know if you. Yeah, you can turn. The... Wait, I think I keep turning. He's like sleeping. Oh, he's <laughs> boy or girl? Boy, but he's like. Kai Kai, look. Oh, is he? Is he a puppy? No, he just oh. looks like one. <laughs> no, but I just wanted to tell you that. Oh, wait, I don't know if I turned the camera. I just wanted to tell you that it doesn't bother me. You can, your dogs can bark as much as they want. Okay, thanks. I. Oh, are they are they yours or is just in the neighbor? Neighbors, yeah. Oh, this okay, is, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, they, you are still at the rental, right? Like in the. No, that well, this one's my mom's house. She lives next to Dallas. In, um, oh, okay. And yeah, oh, and she's looking to move closer to Austin. That's what you said, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The. Yeah, I wouldn't, I, I, 
intention has to be such a huge part of this. I, I, I'm, I was having this conversation with my mom before I talked to you and I think intention is huge. I don't, I don't even know how. <laughs> and energy. Energy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's just a different word for that. Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah I, I, because people I can feel it. People can feel your yep. intentions. Yeah. Yes. And when exactly. there's like a, like a desperate, it's the same with dating, right? Like when there's a desperate energy and like the intention to like hook somebody, it never works because the other people can, other person can feel it and, and they run away because why wouldn't they? They should. Yes. Well, and that's so funny that you say that because I'm working with um, like a social media guru type of lady. Anyway, yeah. um, she sort of helped me understand that business is just like dating people and it's like i i have this understanding with relationships that it's energetic and there's a flow and it's flirting and dating and that all that nonsense but then with business i'm just like oh no two plus two is four like it has to be done this way and aggressiveness is the best policy like that's it's yeah. funny how like i have completely separated the two and there's so much more in common and that's been that's yeah. been a pretty big like Oh, I mean, if you think about it, like business, you're still in a relationship with people, maybe not in an intimate relationship, but you're still relating to other people. So the right. energy exchange is the same. Yes. There might be no sexual chemistry, but that's about it. Like that's the only difference, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like all the people, like I always said that to, I got laid off um, in uh, March from San Diego, Gosh. the job that I had. Um, it was a blessing. It was a yeah. blessing. It was very Good. toxic. But what I always told them and the, the biggest um, conflict that I always had in, I used to work in digital marketing. So uh, the biggest conflict that I always had with my managers is that I always said that people like clients, my clients aren't going to connect with the product. They don't care. Like they might care about numbers and results, but they don't really care about it. Because if the person on the other end of the line isn't going to be their biggest like supporter and fan and friend and listen to their problems at home or hear their voices change, they are not going to stick with the company because they don't care because any other digital marketing agencies can do the same work. Right. It doesn't actually matter. So the, the difference, differentiator is the person that they talk to and, and, and then they never believed me. So I couldn't work like that because they were always like numbers, numbers, numbers. You have to give them numbers, numbers. Like it doesn't matter what, you know, it doesn't matter that uh, she, like her boss just died and she's going, uh, getting over her divorce. It doesn't matter. Just numbers, numbers, numbers. And I was like, I can't work like that. Right. Know? Right. Yeah. That's not yeah. like, that's a very toxic energy exchange with the other person because they know that my only intention is money and what, like you getting can get money them. out of them. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so huge. Yeah. yeah. The energy. But I think that's, that's again, like corporate America, that's something that you can't escape. That's, that's a given, you know, you just. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's how, that's, that's why it's good to start your own business because you can set your own rules. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you oh have given me so much to say and ponder. Like, you too, by the way. I, I really love these um, conversations. 
I do too. Yeah, no, I did. I knew I was going to get a lot out of just sorry. <laughs> I, got, I got more, way more out of it, but you're just, I like, you're coming at it from such a different perspective. I don't mm. think, I mean, you can have a lot of the same conversations with people in business, Yeah, you know, with the principles and everything. And so I just, I love your, so are you, so would you really quick, would you say if, if you're in an, if you know that you need to make it, make a move or make a choice or go in a direction, you, you, you're really just, you're saying you're never going to get rid of that. That fear is, is something to almost maybe have a relationship with or, or cause you're saying you can't get rid of it. Yeah. It's, it, it's not right. If you're stuffing it down, you can't manage it like an employee yeah. or something. Right. So you're just, you're be you, you just get into a relationship almost with it. I'm trying to, man, that's probably I don't know a, if it, a relationship is the best word. I mean, you can, okay. you can, yeah, you can with all your thoughts and everything. I would say that at the end of the day, like when you observe it, you don't take it too seriously. I love that. You know, you're just like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, I know that it's there. I know why you're there. I accept you, but I can't make a decision based on you, you know? Right. Yeah. I've sort I mean, of kind of had that same you. with my emotions. Exactly. Sort of like, it's like, thank you for like telling me that something is wrong. Thank you for the pain because you're telling me that something is wrong with the body, you know? Right. Um, and I don't say my body. Because that's a, again, that's an identification. So, yeah. you know, that the pain is showing that something is wrong with the body, but it's like, it's the same thing with fear. Fear is just showing that, that there's panic in the mind, but that, that panic isn't personal. You know, that yeah. panic is in, it, we are sharing. That's a common, like, a, that's that everybody shares that. Right. Everybody shares the same sorrow, the same pain. Not the, I don't mean same, like exactly the same feeling, you know, but the bottom line and the, the underlying reason that we experience sorrow and fear and happiness and all the rest of the, you know, spectrum of emotions, they're all the same for everybody. Well, don't it's you, a human conditioning. Don't you think the more, the more that you can actually experience the, the lower your fear will be because you, you realize that it, was all just in your head any i mean it, i don't i don't want to use that a, yeah. that's sort of cliche but i mean i mean it, it is in your head that's the point right <laughs> yeah. yeah you said that it, it is all in your head that's the point that when you realize that you have a head and it's separate from something else your presence that's that's the point when you realize that oh it's all in my head so it doesn't matter gotcha you know but but a lot of people don't confuse it with like running away from it because a lot of people would say like, oh, it's just in my head, but they still experience the physical, all the physical, you know, senses, like all the physical, uh, I don't know how you say this, physical. The sensations. The yeah, sensations, yes. The, all the physical sensations of the fear. So they are still like, they still feel the fear. They just don't want it. So they are trying to escape it and push it down. Hey, that's, that's a totally different experience than actually allowing it to be there. Feeling all your sensations, the physical sensations, understanding it, allowing it, accepting it, and then moving past it. 
not even moving past it, just allowing it to be there. But then when you know that it's there, you're not basing your decision on it. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's something else. Using it as a tool rather than, than, and I, I, I really want to just, and I want to end it with the two, (laughs) the things that you said escape. So rather than trying to escape it, which is probably a lot of people's go-to move, (laughs) allowing that space between the stimulus and the reaction that's, and that's where a that's huge practice, right? Yeah. I mean, that would take a ton of practice to even get to that place. Yeah. Between the stimulus and the reaction. And then I'm trying to almost like stimulate that happening to see what comes up. Like, so. I mean, tell me, would try it. I try, will try it like every, okay you can try it anytime but try it in the present you know like when it happens yeah and see what important like do you do it like don't imagine fear coming up and then then practicing it but practice it w- when it's happening okay it's not okay. the same thing because if you imagine it you're still in the head got right? it okay so it's just another scenario of the same right thing. right okay okay that's huge that's yeah. huge. I think I, I think I want to end it on there because that's fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thank of you. Course. Anytime. I'm happy to talk to you anytime. Thanks. Me too. Yeah. yeah. It Is was, it okay? It was really great. Yeah, you as well. No, I kind of knew, I just knew it would be. Um, Is it is it okay if I put this in a podcast format and put it out into the world? Is that? Yeah, okay? that would be great. Yeah. Okay. And then I send would love me. It. Perfect. Okay. Then send me all your links so that on the, just on the podcast, I can link to you and your information. And okay. yeah, cause I can imagine oh, there are so many thing. people that have worked with coaches that are like, I, I'm just not getting, that aren't getting anything from that. Like, yeah. Hard yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. That typical way they to do fall it, so. back into the same pattern after it, yeah. they might get it. Like they might get it. It's like, a, you know, when you pop a pill for um, pain relief, but then the pain comes back because the underlying problem hasn't been solved. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> give, me, give me all your links and then I'll go ahead. What and put kind this of link? Like the social media and the website? Yeah, That's what ha- exactly. Yeah. Okay. Ha- however you would prefer people to get in touch with you for, okay. coach- for coaching. Cause I can, I can just imagine there would be a lot. So. Oh my God, that would be so great. I'm actually like, I just, I, I recently like started the coaching business and I just finished my coaching certification. Um, awesome. Okay. Yeah. So that's like, that would be awesome to get okay. some, you know, visibility. Absolutely. Yeah. I will do what I can because it's just amazing what you're saying. I've, yeah. Thanks. I'm so glad that you find value. That's like a really, that's a reassuring, you know, that's oh, absolutely. like, no, if somebody is finding value in it. Absolutely. No, you, you've given me so much to sit with. That's, that's huge. Just in, just in our, however long we've been talking. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and put this on a podcast and then, um, I, I think I'll probably put it up on YouTube. In fact, I probably, I know I will. And then Instagram, I'll put it everywhere and I'll put all of your information. Is that, is a podcast? Like, is it a, a video thing? Just audio. 
Oh, just yeah. audio. Okay. It's I never, just, I don't know anything about podcasts. I don't listen to them. I, I've just never got into that world. Yeah. So. Same. No, <laughs> same. And so then when my friend wanted to do it, it was weird how I was just very open to whatever came yeah. from it. And then I found what really like lights me up inside from it. It was, yeah. So I know what you're saying is absolutely <laughs> accurate. There's so, there's so much more to be said about just being completely going with the flow. It was just, okay. yeah. Yeah, no, that, but that sounds great. Like I've never been on a podcast, so that's great. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Julia. Send me all of your, um, all of your stuff. On please. Messenger. Do you yeah. want them? To, oh, okay. Yep. Okay, cool. Thanks. Right. Yeah. Bye, Julia. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Now we have to start. Okay. Um, hi, my name is Amanda. I, no, I can't do a podcast. <laughs> I can't do a podcast.